Ghost Adventures is the sole property of the Ghost Adventures crew and Scripps LLC. We're not in any way affiliated with any of them, we just like watching them do their thing. So if you like Ghost Adventures too, support the crew in the Travel Channel. Also, this podcast has profanity in it, so take whatever precautions you feel are necessary. and welcome to the third episode of Insanely Haunted, the show where we watch and review every episode of Ghost Adventures, the Travel Channel program uh, starring Zach Bagans, the one, the only, the magnificent, the multicultural, the rebel spirit himself. I'm Max. I'm Cassie. I'm Morgan. And I'm Travis. We had some technical difficulties with episode two, uh, but that's coming. So we're kind of working in reverse. We're kind of we're gonna kind of do like a one three two thing. It's not how numbers work, but <laughs> yeah, we can. Hopefully, you'll forgive us. Also, there's a chance, and I haven't looked at this myself, but Morgan did, and there might be a chance that we're doing this in an incorrect order. However, yeah. it's the order that was on the DVD, that the season one DVD. So yeah, so what? This episode was number like what eight. Eight? Oh, this is up. like episode eight. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. So as it turns out, if you look on Wikipedia, Bobby Mackey's is actually episode one instead of episode two. And then the um, the Moundsville Penitentiary is episode three. Or something According like to that. Wikipedia. Yeah. So it, we might have that wrong. We might have it wrong. Or it could be that these DVDs were published for super, super cheap. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, it's probably could be. The, also, okay. we apologize if uh, you hear rustling around with papers and stuff we only have one microphone we're doing some audio we're doing um, some some different we're, audio we're stuff. testing around because usually uh max has another podcast Zen- zenkai boost um zenkai boost podcast.com no shit that's wrong it's just zenkai boost.com <laughs> shit uh but he does it with people in other states so it's easier to manipulate the tracks and we just had problems last time with four people around a microphone so we're trying again uh and we'll, we'll record uh number two um but yeah just so you know we will have uh, Bobby Mackey's with our friends Austin and Laura. Morgan and Travis are, um, are here. Our friends. We are here. They are yes. our first friends that we shared this wonderful TV show with when we moved here. Um, they are huge fans as well. They're the ones who brought us the bingo uh, card, the bingo cards for the, the playing along. Um, we have been uh, having some drinks uh, during this, some of us. And maybe a little um, a weed tube. We are in Washington State, so it the is The cops legal. are on their way right now. <laughs> I can hear them. We actually usually smoke some weed when we watch this show. Um, you can watch you can watch it well any in any condition, but uh, I, I I cannot do it for this recording this podcast because I personally end up having goldfish memory and would not be able to hold a full conversation. <laughs> so I had a, a a mixed drink. So did Travis of. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, Mountain Dew, cranberry juice, orange juice, and vodka, and yeah. it's surprisingly okay. That's how you know. We're going to call that one the Class A EVP. No, that's this is the Gold Beryllium Subtle Energy Microphone. That's okay, yes! <laughs> that would be so perfect. Um, and then, Max, did you have anything? Yeah, I had the same thing. Yeah. Go figure. Morgan, you hmm. had a little... Yeah, a little hit, just a little one. Yeah, just a little, just a little one. Just a little just one. We're not going crazy. We're not going crazy. We're just watching uh, hunting ghosts. So where did we go this week to hunt ghosts? We went to North Adams, Massachusetts, in the mountains, uh, to visit mm-hmm. one, quote one of New England's most haunted mansions, the Houghton Mansion, or the Houghton, or the Houghton Mansion. It, this thing has <laughs> two or three different pronunciations that we hear throughout this episode, and we never really settle on one that's correct. Mm-hmm. The, one of the first things we learn about this place is that it used to be a Masonic temple, and they get a lot of mileage out of but it. But it was not originally a Masonic no. temple. Originally, it was a house for the Houghton family, or Houghton family. Um, <laughs> and later, in 1926, it, it, it gets bought by the Freemasons, and it's still to this day, I believe, Freemason I think property. it's disused, though. It, like, they don't use it anymore. Yeah, I don't know. I, it, who can fucking tell? Um, and uh, unusually for uh, places that used to be Masonic temples, all the ghost stories come from before that point, uh, when it was yes. owned by A.C. Hutton, who was apparently like a big, he was a big industry man in town, he was the mayor. Rich. Uh, very rich. Very uh, well-known citizen. And he mm-hmm. was, uh, a tragedy struck. Uh, one day when some family friends of his were going out on a drive and the carriage driver 
accidentally drove the horses off a cliff or whatever, and they rolled down a hillside three times, three times, three separate rolls, um, and landed upright. Landed upright, and two people died as a direct result of the crash. Mm -hmm. A daughter, and yeah, the daughter and wife. Yeah, the daughter and wife, and later on, the um, the carriage driver killed himself. He took his own life. Yeah, uh, from the survivor's guilt. The yeah. the was it? Who was the one who died instantly? Was that the mother? I think it was yes. the daughter. The actually. daughter. Okay. And the mother died at three p.m. the next day. Yeah. Okay, and then the carriage driver, because of all the guilt, he ended up going to a horse. Yeah, he went shed. out to the stables and shot himself Steve. with the horse pistol. And yes. then the father ended up dying ten days uh, later because of a heart, a broken heart. Unfortunately, that's really sad. So pretty nasty tragedies in this place, and we hear about all of it from our first, from this episode's first old coot. Mm-hmm. A man whose name I did not remember. Uh, he had a fantastic facial hair. Oh, he did. It was his yes. name's Paul. I don't remember Paul, his last name. Paul had a great vibe. Paul yeah. had a vibe like he's fun to get. Well, really he, he knew a lot of the history, so I respect him. And I also he says <laughs> he says the surname of the family is Hutton, and I'm inclined to believe him, even though Zach continues to say Houghton after this. Or Hooten. Or Hooten. Hooten Tooten. Oh, can we just talk about Zach's dress real quick? Oh shit! Yes, he's wearing. He's got the. He's got the brand. He's he can, on a brand. He's wearing the rebel spirit. Rebel Finally, spirit. it doesn't say, but we know from later episodes that it is that brand. I'd recognize those roses and skulls anywhere. Yeah, the um, the front of his shirt. Of course, he's wearing black again. The big baggy pants. This is if he's in a early two thousand boy band. Um, yes. His very very tight muscle shirt that's black. So tight. Has like over the right or left boob, a cross with like a, a bouquet of roses on it, and then later. He turns around and you see that he's got this huge cross with lots of roses, um, which is a very common theme to his 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 style. Well, the rebel spirit style, I guess. Here's um, and a he's question. got the, he's got the little um, the little what do you what do you call this? I would I, I call it the baseball cap hair. Yes, the cap <laughs> because it comes straight off of his forehead. Yeah, uh, out into the distance, and he's got a little shadow on his face. Yeah, spiky gelled out. It's beautiful. Yeah. And this episode, by the way, you mentioned early 2000s boy band. This episode actually does date itself. Uh, later on, one of the cameras they're using takes timestamp photos, mm-hmm. and it's 2008. Wow. June 7th, that's 2008. That's still... That's it's still, too late that's for that fashion. That's past cargo pants. It's way too late. He just got stuck in the 90s. It's he got, okay. Yeah, he's, yeah, he hitched his wagon to those gene cows. And then the, really, the early I grew up in the 90s. I wonder if he was like a big NSYNC fan or 98 Degrees fan. He probably thought they were so cool. Yeah. He probably wanted to be like them. Okay, is Zach is was he, do you think he was an emo kid? Do you think he was into like the used and Avenged Sevenfold and all that yeah, shit? Uh, definitely. I don't know. He seems a little douchey bro to me. I he's like a tell. mix. Yeah, he's like I feel like maybe he was douchey bro until he had his beautiful ghost experience. What if he like fell in love with an emo girl and it was like a Romeo and Juliet type situation? If oh he gosh, liked My Chemical Romance, I want to punch him in the face because hey, that's disrespectful. I'm I don't sorry. think Gerard would like that. I don't think he would like hearing you say. I know, that. I know. Okay, so I love, I love My oh, Chemical no. Romance, and I just don't want Zach to like them either because I don't like Zach. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, he had so some this, good self tan on this. Some episode. really good, yeah. Oh, I, sure. I couldn't even see the tan lines, so good job it was, for him. But very orange, yeah. Uh, there was a lot of orange. We find out that the house was bought by the Masons in 1926, and then we meet sort of a rogues gallery of local Masons who mm-hmm. tell some stories about meeting here and it was a creepy place. Have you guys ever met any Masons, any Freemasons? No, uh, no not. it's actually I have. You have. Uh, yeah. <gasps> Nuh-uh. Oh, dude, he's the most benign Guys, person on here's earth. here's the thing. That's the thing. The Masons are the most, like, non... Like, this... The fact that people think that there's all this shit... I mean, okay. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe in the past there was. Maybe. But at least today. But these days, it's like a frat... It's like a fraternity yeah. for adults. It's That's all really, it is. It's yeah. not exclusive, like, no, at all. Yeah. Anyone can be a fucking Mason. You yeah. just, like, it's... Everyone who signed our Constitution... You can apply... You can apply it's, to be a Mason it's and get in. It's secret in that you have to, like, find out how to do it. Like, they don't just tell everyone. They don't just put it yeah, on a website. It. You have to, like, call people and f- figure out... The, so it's secret in that way. Yeah. But they're just... They just fucking meet up and usually they're in government so they might talk about what's going on in in their town council or whatever so i mean i guess you can make the case that it's easy to become influential if you're a mason you might meet influential people but it's not like the skull and bones shit that they make it out to be i wonder if the ghost adventures um ever like talk to a mason and ask them like what they do (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm sure that's part of the fun of being a Mason, though, is being like, oh, no, I can't tell you. And then, go, <laughs> then you go to the meeting and you're just having beers with your friends. You know? Yeah. I feel like it's, yeah. it's not very secretive if you're putting your yeah, right. Mason temple, you write Masonic temple on the top of all your buildings. Like, it's not that secret. <laughs> yeah. We know where you're at. Insignia. Like, I know, that's you. That's Mason. Like, you leave your doors unlocked. You can easily walk in. Yeah. So. Oh, by the way, yeah. did you guys... There was a Knights Templar sword apparently. Oh yeah, in there. yeah. There, cool. There's some there's some shit in there. So okay, maybe. Okay, so is Knights Templar Freemasons or the, are they separate things? Th- okay, so it's like the Knights Templar are like a layer deeper. Okay. You can oh. be a member of both, but the Knights Templar is like slightly more secret. Okay, but like oh, yeah. as we saw, I know nothing about it. One of our favorite, well, our favorite, our favorite podcast boys. is Mabim Bam. My brother, um, my brother, and me. Uh, you should Gion. listen to it. Yeah, seriously, um, maximumfun.org. They have a CISO <laughs> show, and in one episode, they try and create a secret society, and they actually call the Knights Templar. Yeah, Travis gets like two thirds of the way towards joining the Knights Templar over yeah, the telephone. It's like so. easy as shit. Like anyone wow. can do it. It's not a big deal. <laughs> You're not going to get murdered by the secret shadow government if yeah. you try to join the Knights Templar. Yeah, that's crazy. Good to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so these Masons share some ghost stories, like one guy who heard a door slam, and he said he heard it clear as day. And this is language that gets used a lot to talk about ghost evidence, specifically EVPs. I hear that a lot. Just, I mean, I don't know. I think it's one of those things. It's like priming people to be like, oh, yeah, this is definitely a ghost. Um, the... the more adjectives, the more interesting, right? Uh-huh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about that rock barrier outside. The, oh, the... from the bloody pit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the tunnel that's over five miles long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so apparently there's this tunnel, there's a railroad track that runs through it, that a bunch of um, miners died. Um, over 200. Yeah, over yeah. 200, getting this, this rock out of this mountain, um, or hill. <laughs> we live in the, the western U.S., so it's really a hill to us. Um but uh, apparently this rock material was used as a like a, a barrier slash fence for this mansion. And so this dude, who's a Freemason, I believe, talks about it. Oh, yeah, it's probably cursed. Um, yes, that's why the whole family died, because of the cursed rocks. What I love tunnel. here is the assertion that these men who died in this totally separate location... Mm-hmm could somehow their ghosts could somehow be interfering with the lives of these well, people here that's the and same, would care enough that's the same theory behind the winchester mansion yeah right like oh man these i know i i was i saw what gun you used to shoot me with so i'm gonna go haunt that person's family, that family. what <laughs> yeah i mean shit if i could do that when i'm a ghost i'd be all down for it well but... i mean i gotta assume you got a lot of time on your hands if you're undead right yeah. i guess I mean, I'd, I'd, okay. do something. I'd, be pretty pissed. I'd do something i'd be pretty pissed if all my friends were dying while we were doing our work and a bunch of rich people were using the material to yeah. to surround their fancy mansion yeah fucking fat cats i'd probably yeah, haunt them as well fucking huttons i hope that i can haunt people just for the fun of it yeah. just yeah. for the, just so for the fun to freak the fuck out of people. People get so scared over the the smallest things. Just like a little wind. Yeah. Wind movement. I've told you guys about this in real life and I want to tell you, the listener, um, that if I were, if ghosts are real and I get to become a ghost, it's going to be, it's going to be off the hook because I'm going to play this (laughs) game with myself where I try to figure out how little of a thing I can do that can get a family of people to move. Like, leave the house. The well, if you thing. were if you were to say something like a Class A EVP to somebody, what word would you say or what phrase would you say? If I was just trying to get them out, it would, I feel like it would be really easy to do it with, like, murder or get out or... Oh, come on. Be creative. If I'm being creative, I would whisper some, like, really weird shit to them. Like? Like, liquid plumber. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Travis? Oh. Uh, Let's see. Hmm. How about Donald Trump? (laughs) There you go. How about you, Morgan? I feel like if I was a ghost and I had the ability to speak through a microphone, I would give them more than two words. Yeah. If I could give them a whole sentence, I'd freak freak them out by just saying, like, a whole sentence about their family or something. Yeah. And they'd be like, nope. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'd say something like, poo gas. Or, you know, something just really random. Oh, we're going to have so much 
fun when we get into spirit boxes with the ghost adventures. Oof. If, Oof, if ghosts, if ghosts can fart, like that's all I can do. <laughs> <laughs> just, just fart into their microphones all day long, ripping a loud. And then one. they'd be like, "It said get out! It said get out!" And I'd be sitting over there, being like, "No, that was my gas." There's actually there's actually an SNL skit with Hugh Laurie um, where they're oh mimi- he's a ghost hunter yeah they're mimicking an actual show that used to be on one of these channels that was set in the UK and in it he farts and everybody's like oh my god we just heard a class A EVP or something like that and they keep replaying it like sped up slowed down whatever and at the end he's like I f- I passed gas. He, like, flips out. It's really funny. That's so funny. So, uh, one thing that I found funny was they talk about how they feel a really cold breeze coming out of that tunnel. Out of the fucking tunnel? Whoa. Stop the presses. A like, tunnel underground? <laughs> yeah. Shocking. Yeah, that's normal. That's Definitely. that's something that happens naturally, um, especially with, like, caves and stuff. Um, As they're walking in, Zach says one for the record books. They actually say that this tunnel is very haunted. He says. In that kind of like flirtatious tone, like this very coy, like, hey, there might be some ghosts in here <laughs> kind of tone. They have trouble. They, they, they say that they feel really creeped out. It's really dark. It feels feel, dark. It's, it feels dark. It just feels dark. Like, I know it's dark in here. It just yeah. feels dark. Um, and they hear a brick fall, which is like understandable because it's an old tunnel. And they they pan up and like half the ceiling's already gone. Yeah. Yep. So this, yeah. this happens. This isn't ghosts. The best part, though, is when he looks at everybody and says, I swear I just saw an animal or a person. (laughs) And it's like, yes, Zach, you might have. It's possible. (laughs) Might be homeless people in there. There might be probably animals. animals. I want to see a Ghost Adventures episode where they're like, oh, I thought I saw something in this tunnel. And it turns out to be a bear because bears. There was an episode where there they found a baby bear inside the, what? and they thought the whole time they were like, it's a ghost, it's a ghost, there's something in there. And then like, there's a little baby Aaron. bear. Yeah, Aaron goes in and a little baby bear comes out and it's like looking at you. It's the cutest shit, oh. but like the whole, it's like the, half the episode. I would have loved to see the mama bear coming out. Oh my gosh, that would have been great. <laughs> Massive, angry mama bear chasing after the ghost adventures. Um... So the next part that they move on to is they go back into the house after the tunnel and they move to the top floor where the mm-hmm. the maids lived and the servants lived. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's supposedly where the most activity is, according to the Masonic mm-hmm. people. Um, this very bad wallpaper. Mm-hmm. Looks like the movie Garden State. Oh, man, no, I love that room. I thought it looked gorgeous. <laughs> I wasn't into it. Okay. <laughs> it was really green. This, like, oh. green wallpaper with leaves and a green... Um, some sort of green tile over the fireplace, around the fireplace. Now, is this the room where we're told there's a face that appears in the window? I think yeah. so. We yeah. see a photo of this face in the window. I mean... It doesn't really... It, there's I mean, no it, face. It's it looks not, like a curtain. It's just a window with it a curtain. Look like it's a curtain. not clear, and it could just be the background. They also won't zoom in to it. They, yeah. like, keep you pretty far yeah. off. Like, <laughs> oh, it's yeah. obvious they don't think it's a face either. And, and they, the... they changed, like, the exposure of it. Yeah. And I don't know if they thought that that would make it more obvious, but it definitely doesn't. Makes it blurry. It makes it blurry. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the things we learned after that is that this whole, this whole house, like, was built on top of the cellar of another house that was just yeah. moved. Mm-hmm. And so, obviously, it's supposedly a haunted cellar. Uh, they, yeah. like, okay, so they, like, breeze over the fact that there's they call it an electric chair first off it's just a chair that kind of has the shape of an electric chair but there is no electric device there's no electric devices there's there's maybe some like wristbands yeah that's it that's probably for some weird initiation yeah that's what i'm saying it's initiation chair that's really what that is and and the board of nails like yeah the board of nails okay that could be for a lot of things yeah that could be a lot for a lot of things including some weird sexual shit but also (laughs) the bed of nails like Physically, it doesn't pierce your skin, so it's nothing like torturous. People go on beds of nails. People lay on beds of nails. just about for entertainment. Distributing your weight at our university. One of the physics classes uses the bed of nails to demonstrate physics concepts. Like, yeah, this is not anything like horrific. Um, and then there's also this giant furnace that they this like never talk about. Hideous, terrifying hell machine in the basement of this home that yeah. looks like a fucking body furnace. Yeah, it looks yeah. well. It Huge. looks like a machine that turns human corpses into Ash. sin energy or something. It does look pretty creepy. It does, and they just don't talk about it at all, which I found interesting. And then we meet a, a big fancy mason with a tie and everything. 
Oh, is that the mustache man? That's that mustache. Yes. Yes. Yeah, mustache man. It almost looks like a handlebar mustache. And, it's, it's thinner, though. And Zach uh, sort of bonds with this dude over enthusiasm about the paranormal. Mm-hmm. And this dude is like, you know, if you believe in matter and matter, the conservation of matter and energy, <laughs> where does it go? You cannot create or destroy energy. Like I, I see where he's going with this, <laughs> but, but I can tell you where it goes. Also, we can we have evidence of where it goes. Scientifically, like there are a lot of places where the energy goes after you die, and it involves decomposition. Um, your gut flora goes crazy on that energy. Yeah. microbes. Microbes eat you and consume your energy. I do want to jump back up to when they were up in the most active room oh, where do, the yeah. maids lived. Mm-hmm. Um, they got a really a, a class A EVP, supposedly, mm-hmm. that uh, said heavy heart, which they then assumed was the the husband oh, of the I wife who died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they were like, did he, his heart was heavy, mm-hmm. you know? So, there are so many really sad, questions. But, yeah. No, it but, is really sad. But that was one EVP that was interesting yeah. to hear about. There was also another EVP that said get out. It it was kind of clear. I thought it sounded like Big Hat. <laughs> yeah, it didn't. It yeah. wasn't great. I didn't hear Get Out, but... But um, actually, I think, wasn't that the one that kind of sounded like the word hell afterwards? Kind it, of. It could yeah. have been interpreted as anything, literally. Like That's how most EVPs are. Yeah. They're blurps. If you put any words on screen while this EVP is playing, I will probably hear it as that. Yes. You just got a little... <laughs> <laughs> oh, um... So, in one of the rooms, they talk about, like, oh, there's all these electrical fixtures, but... That was the same room. Okay. In the maid's quarters. There's no electricity. Um, I mean, okay. Whatever. They, like, play (laughs) with the light switches to show you, like, the lights aren't going to turn on and off, Mm -hmm. but, you know, that could be a dead light bulb. Whatever, though. That's Um, cool. But the neighbors supposedly hear, or see, um, the neighbors see lights being turned on, and they'll be like... There's no electricity there. Because every because you know the most reliable evidence is witness testimony from someone who just sort of glanced out their window one day. Mm-hmm. And they're <laughs> sure that it was that window. Yeah, well, they're of totally that sure. room. Yeah, had to be that one room without electricity. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Oh yes. Oh, and uh, <laughs> when they get ready for this lockdown, uh, they end up oh drilling God. this lock into the the front door in the the building. Which I find questionable, since it's a historic building, you probably don't want to be adding extra stuff that you're never going to use again. Well, uh, but you're taking wood off of that by drilling a hole into it. Like, yeah. You're going to m- mutilate the permanent building. damage. Yeah. So is this, by the way, this lockdown takes up only a little bit more than half this episode. Yeah. Which means you know they're not going to get a lot of good evidence. Yeah. Yeah. They spend a lot of time in the investigation this episode. Um, so... Um, so we Zach... get in we get in the ghost house the first thing Zach does is introduce everybody to the ghosts he's like my name is Zach this is Aaron and Nick <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's kind of a dick to uh, Witters the, the guy who ended up killing he's himself he's harsh with this guy yeah. he is he even said that the reason his grave was buried a couple feet off of the original family in the family graveyard still was because they didn't really think he was family oh my god like thanks Zach that's but, rude. Yeah, that's rude. And he's like talking about like you know, I'm summarizing, but basically saying stuff like, "Oh, you you have a lot of guilt, right? Like you it's feel like, bad. Did you cause the crash? Yeah, it's <laughs> it was like, your fault. If this is an intelligent spirit, hypothetically, like that's really rude. Be a little bit more respectful. Maybe that's why you didn't catch anything, Zach. Yeah, maybe he was crying. He went away and he cried <laughs> yeah. by himself. But um, back down in the cellar where the creepy furnace is is where they supposedly see little girl spirit that um, will, like, apparently knock some knees out of a guy. And, like, he, like, collapsed or whatever. Got him in the back with a baseball bat. Yeah. Just like, wow. Well, and I remember Zach, I think, uh, asked him, like, do you think that was a spirit hitting you in the the back of the knee? And he was like, it might have been or something like that. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Or, you know, uh, bad knees. Bad knees. I was pretty drunk. Sometimes. (laughs) Drinking with my Masonic friends. With my Masonic friends, it was a meeting, you know. Um, there's also a room where they have a motion sensor. Oh, yeah, this one was good. Oh, yes. Okay, so the motion sensors start going off. Right um, off the bat. And the first thing that happens. I think it's hilarious that Zach is still shushing people while the motion sensors are going off. <laughs> because you can't hear anything anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they do... Sh- okay, so I'm a little bit of a skeptic, but this is some cool shit that they show here. Um, you see, they, they, they review the video because they just happen to have a camera pointing down the hallway with the motion sensors. And they review the video... And everything's quiet and still, and the motion sensors start going off. But right before the motion sensors start going off, you see this this shadow sort of quickly move across the frame. Mm-hmm. 
It's not like it's not like a body shape shadow. No, it's, it's just, like, just a, like like a black smoke almost like a mist. No, not even a mist. It's just you see it's almost as if something is running in front of a light, but you don't see any body shape or anything. It's just the light is really quickly blocked out. And then the motion sensors all start going crazy. Yeah. Yeah. All of them. All of them. So it's pretty I mean that's pretty cool. I don't have an explanation for that. Mhm. So they said it was the a shadow person, and it was no taller than the window of the door. So it was no taller than it three or four feet. Yeah, it didn't look. It, did it was not, not a, person. Like a person. If anything, a child. But meh. I mean, it could have been anything, really. Ghost dog. Could have been an. It could have been an arm shadow as they were walking past. The ghost of the yeah. car. The car's ghost. <laughs> yes. The horse's ghost. Ooh. Uh, Zach oh, I like complains. That. Zach complains that. Why don't they talk about animal ghosts more often? Right. Animals like, don't have souls. Apparently. <laughs> yeah, they do take a very like like Catholic Christian view of things. Yeah. So I don't think animals would have souls in their or old Catholic Church. <laughs> the I don't old know. Catholic we'll church. get into that Whatever. in the second episode, which we'll be recording next week. Third, the second episode, which will be going up third. Exactly, that's what I mean. The one that we had to scrap. Maybe we should just call this one the second episode. (laughs) Sure, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Episode three, the second one. Lauren and Austin. You know, it's kind of a weird one. Um, Zach talks about how a cold mass of air hit him. Just hit him. And affected his head. (laughs) Um, Is this when the EMF detector comes out? Yeah. Because Zach Mm. is getting it again. He's getting it again. He's getting it again. He's getting it again. (laughs) This man, this man picks up. He picks up a spike on the EMF, and he gets really excited because he also hears a noise. And then when they're asking him, every time somebody asks him about it, he goes shh 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 shh. shh. And then, like when it starts spiking again, he just starts shouting that he's getting it again. Yeah, it, he's, he's mostly shushing himself. Yeah. yeah, let's be honest. <laughs> he gets um, so excited. They hear a girl voice quotation marks and it sounds like anything it could be a cat it could be a raccoon it could be anything it could be a goat in the distance yeah that's literally what he said a yeah. moment ago mm-hmm. that sounds like a goat and, <laughs> and uh nick gets the brilliant idea to sneak up on the ghost oh yes i love it it's quoted let's sneak up on her since she's sneaking up on us because you know it's a female and you know what the ghost is doing and it's in reference to them hearing footsteps um Oh, yes. Here and it then is. This is my favorite part of the episode. Zach experiments with new equipment. <laughs> he, he brings out a thing called the dark light, which is hilarious. Um, it's it's now, kind of like a lantern. Do you guys have the full quote of what he calls it? Or describes it. it as? I do. Okay, can you read it off to Yeah, us? so well, the beginning part of it, um, he says, a dark light is something that illuminates the buffering zone between our world and the spirit world. So yeah, that's part one of this that you got to unpack the the buffering zone between <laughs> our world and the spirit world, uh, and then it uses and I have the second part. Um, it uses electromagnetic resonance between the upper and lower ranges to do this. A visible light. A visible light. Yes, the upper <laughs> and lower ranges. Oh, so so you mean it uses blue and purple light, or red and purple light? That's what you mean, right? It, it, a visual, a, a, a visible light. Yeah, that's what you have to mean because you're not going into beyond. But in the best you part, you cannot shine a light that is not visible because that's how we define light is what we can see. Yeah, so, I, so this is the most confusing description. It's so dumb. As a scientist, <laughs> I, I I did not understand exactly where he was going with this. Um, visible light is just one form of energy. Um, and it's a very, very, very narrow um, uh, uh, range of wavelengths. Um, electromagnetic uh, energy is composed of multiple types of, of energy. It could be microwave, radio wave, um, ultraviolet, infrared. Ghost rays. And visible <laughs> light. Um, but his description is so, like, vague and not really I don't know. It's well, just not understandable. He then it. he goes and puts it into, quote, English terms, and it has nothing to do with what he just explained. Yeah. His English terms are, quote, it's basically to attract a ghost to the light like a bug zipper. Similar. Is that, oh. It's attract a ghost to the light like a... <laughs> a bug zipper. Do you want to say that again? <laughs> yeah. So he says, in English terms, attracts a ghost to the light like a bug zapper. Similar to that. 
What does that yeah. mean? What is, he also says it detects ghost matter, including ectoplasm. Fuck. That's so <laughs> dumb. Oh, my God. And I would like them to describe what ectoplasm is. Like, what is it made out of? It's that gooey stuff, you know? Ghost goo. That Isn't ghost, that that green gooey stuff matter. that you find off walls? Yeah, you ghost know, like... Slimer. Slimer, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, so I was like, hey, great minds think alike. <laughs> it's like two same. Yes. Well, why didn't they, like smell the ghost before they uh, got it with the dark light. I don't know. Because is, is smell a secondary thing? Well, he said it was very common to detect ghosts by smell. So. And they, they did smell a musk. A musk of so, some sort. Which probably was mold. In an old house. Yeah. Very old house. By yeah. the way. Oh. In old houses. Yeah. With green painted walls. Yeah. They often used arsenic in the green paint. Are you oh serious? Oh my god. And when it's dark and mold and like cold and musty and you know moldy uh-huh. you can actually get spores that pull the arsenic out holy crap and that's what was it arsenic how, poisoning yeah you can get arsenic poisoning did you guys know that there used to be a shade of brown called mummy brown um and one of the primary coloring agents used in mummy brown was corpses yeah actually ground mummies yeah, ground wow. up mummos. Yeah. Oh yeah, because they were they were like actually really common ba- back in what early 1900s, right? Yeah. We heard this on a, uh, an episode of Sawbones, right? I think so. Another yeah. really good podcast you should listen to. Um, and apparently there was some artist who used this color and had no idea what it was made out of. And when he um, found out about it, he ended up I think like destroying or he buried his his paint or something like that. Either his paint bottle or the artwork that he used it with because he felt so bad. He got very sad. Yeah, apparently a lot of people had no idea that actual mummies were used in this color paint. Anyway. That is so fucked up. Right? I'm sorry. Like, here, you want some paint? By the way, there's a dead body in it. Yeah. (laughs) Like, okay. It's haunted paint. I guess. Could be. (laughs) Zach needs some of that in his museum. We move into the altar room, the the sort of temple chamber, uh, and Aaron busts his leg really bad on one of the altars in the room, (laughs) which is really funny, I thought. Uh, So they spend just a few minutes in there, uh, like, analyzing the sound that the doors make to see if a ghost squeaked the door at them. Because they swear they heard a squeaky door. They swear they heard a squeaky door. But the door didn't move when it was filmed. Yeah. So, They checked the doors behind it. Yeah. Which... Then, of course, Zach goes on to tell us about how they don't have any lights and they only have their night vision cameras and he doesn't, they don't have a way to get around and then all of a sudden he like smacks face first into a door. Yeah, so you're wondering like why is he talking about this now? Oh, it's because he wanted us to know this when we saw him smack his face into a closed door. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which he then, of course, turns around and makes a like, fake chuckle because he's embarrassed and just wants to laugh it off. Can you, can, <laughs> that's, that's it. it. <laughs> can you do that again? <laughs> that's, that's his, his mouth is really long when he does it too, so he's like... Oh, oh. <laughs> like it's the greatest thing ever. Oh, yes. And he goes into... Um, I believe he goes into the cellar and yeah. he puts on that stupid face mask that probably doesn't pr- protect him from anything. He's trying to protect himself from asbestos, yeah, which need... has the mask has gaps around his nose. Like yeah. asbestos isn't gonna like go around that. Also, do you guys know like the period of time that they used asbestos for insulation? Everything before the 1970s. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So there might have been something down there. Um, so we go, we we're we're ghost hunting with this ball as a trigger object. Um, Nick and Aaron go investigate the electric chair with no electricity on it and nothing happens. Aaron is very considerate in this moment because he's like, man, you don't have to do this if you don't want to. Maybe he's trying to model the behavior that he wishes Zach would show to him. He sends him in first. I'm really confused of how they mistake that from an electric chair. Like electric chairs have multiple straps to hold people down. They have a face strap so that when they get electrocuted, like a hood, yeah. Because when they get electrocuted, all their like guts come out of their face, like literally. And so like this uh, (laughs) this electric chair is nothing but a chair with maybe some wrist straps. Like it's not an electric chair, but it's a Masonic temple. It's the chair that they make you sit in while they while they play the um, the. Ah, oh, fuck. I was trying to say some, like, initiation shit, but I was never in fraternities or anything like that. Damn. Just be like, peanut butter jelly time, like, over <laughs> yeah, and over. over and over again for, like, mm-hmm. a, for like two days in a row mm-hmm. on the, the peanut butter jelly banana man. Yeah. Um, Do I remember when they referenced that shit on Family Guy? <laughs> I felt like I was losing my mind. 
The peanut butter and jelly yeah. song? I mean, I don't watch that program anymore, but when I, everyone was young and made stupid choices, um, they fucking did the whole goddamn song on that show. <laughs> so I feel like you can probably pinpoint exactly around the time Seth MacFarlane gave up. <laughs> hey. <laughs> anyway. um, Sorry, Seth. Please pay then, for another season of Cosmos, please, Seth. Yeah, please. That yes. was really good. Um, like, seriously. Um, uh, Zach uses a ball as a trigger object for the mysterious ghost girl in the cellar, um, which could be a regular girl or could be a demon girl. But it's funny because in these early seasons, he never actually says that it could possibly be a demon because he hasn't discovered yet that ghost child child ghosts are potentially demons mm-hmm. which he learns later on in the seasons and mm-hmm. so he never actually mentions that quotation marks learned um, he, he's also psychic in the later seasons, supposedly yeah. so it's great his arc is really in, intriguing his character arc. it is he actually has at least two novels out autobiographies one is called i am haunted um the other's called it, dark world i think something, yeah, like, something that. like that yeah. um they were both written by ghostwriters which is hilarious for two reasons <laughs> one that zach can't write a book and two sorry zach two it's called a ghost writer <laughs> yes. oh my gosh um so one of the last things that happens in the investigation the lockdown is that zach hears a very scary noise and jumps up and yells who's there get out um no it's best because he he it, the whole time all you see is he's like it's like a side shot of him sitting in a chair and all of a sudden you hear the like little dingling over on the corner and then he gets up starts running at it and says get the fuck out yeah and it's like oh and yeah. then it just it's over he doesn't it. nothing else Zach says nothing about it my question is was he talking to the ghost or was he talking about himself <laughs> or was like, there... i gotta get out of here <laughs> I gotta get out. Yeah. Or did he have like Aaron accidentally come into the door, and that's why they never discussed why? Or he was he was he out. was that kind of an expression of like shut the front door? Like <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Uh, and it's also four a.m. when this happens, so mm-hmm. sleep deprivation is likely playing a very large role in what's going on inside his brain. Also, oh, very note so. that he uses that special microphone that he used in the, the what was the... the... The gold beryllium subtle energy microphone that yeah. debuted in the uh, Moundsville Penitentiary episode. I'm curious as to how long he's going to use this thing, because I don't think it does anything. Yeah, when does he realize it's crap? <laughs> <laughs> Just like the dark light. Jesus. Um, <laughs> so I, I definitely feel like the best part that comes up when they're done with the investigation is when they head back to Las Vegas. Yes. Nevada. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is something that they don't do a lot in the later episodes, but it's it's very, very, very common in the first few seasons where they'll sort of take their shit to an expert. Like, they'll take their finished TV show to an expert and show it to them. An expert, in air quotes. And the two experts that we meet today are um, higher-ups with the LVPI, which stands for Las Vegas Paranormal Investigations. By the way, second Google result after Las Vegas Pain Institute. You guys really got to get your SEO right. (laughs) Seriously. Um, And the two uh, LVPI people that are interviewed are uh, Oswaldo Luna, who is the video and photo technician, and Michael Carrico, I believe. Or Sirico? Cer- I think it's Carico. Carico, who's the lead investigator of LVPI. And Mike is... I just want to say Mike definitely had a weed brownie before they started <laughs> filming because the whole time he's, like, glancing around and blinking like, oh, a shit, shit ton and his pupils are, like, he's, the size of a quarter. Huge. Yeah. Uh, he also kind of looks like Biff from Back to the Future. What if he's tripping acid? Oh my gosh, he did. <laughs> what if he's just like, he did two hits of acid right before he came in yeah. and he's like, oh, this isn't going to kick in. Like, There's just this like is ghosts. the best yeah. footage no, I've ever best, seen. The best part is he's probably just like freaked out because Zach's sitting there with the worst bowler hat. Yeah, oh God. <laughs> Zach, I don't know why he does this. And it doesn't like gel with any other part of his style. He wears this stupid fucking derby bowler hat. It's not a fedora. No. It's round on top. It's, it's a like dome. a Charlie Chaplin hat. Exactly. It's a fucking dumb looking dome on well, his Well, it's because head. he knows that fedoras aren't cool. Uh, so maybe? He's wear the I cool don't know. He's, I don't know. Uh, and then um, Oswaldo is like talking about this photo that they have that they took that has like this glare in it that they're like, oh yeah, this is ectoplasm. And he calls it great proof. Of what? This is, this was uh, one of the photos that zach took where it was consistently at 75 degrees on every photo and then that photo with the um mist or white 
Ecto, whatever you want to call it. It looked like a like a lens flare. It looked, yeah, it looked like yeah. a glare, really. Yeah. But that's when the temperature on that photo specifically dropped to sixty four degrees, mm. and so that meant there was a ghost there. But then Oswaldo over there was a. <laughs> that name just kills me. Oswaldo Luna. Uh, he was talking about how you can see a head and mm-hmm. you can see a body here. And I mean, if you keep this in mind, it's like no taller than the a desk. Mm-hmm. It's like maybe maybe just shorter than a desk. So like there's no way you can even see a person. Is it like culturally insensitive of me to say that Oswaldo Luna sounds like the name of a person who writes Harlequin romance novels? <laughs> <laughs> He's probably a fake name. He was probably too ashamed of his real name. Is Jim... Jimson. And they're talking about this Jim figure. Jimson. They're talking about this figure that they see in this this image, and it's like, oh yeah, well, okay, no, no, no. They talk about um, the 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 scene with the shadow that runs across. Um, mm. And oh yeah, I think it's I think it's Michael. Um, the, the, <laughs> uh Biff. It's Biff from Back to the Future. He talks about how he sees like a, a figure in the doorway that has its arms crossed and stuff like that. Yeah, you can't you can't see that. He was even saying that like it was just sitting there, standing there, and you could like see it just standing there in the film. And it's like I have no yeah, idea no. what he was looking no. at. There was nothing there. No. no, there was a shadow of the camera against the door. Yeah, that had been there since the very beginning. Yeah, Zach probably was in the background just shaking his head like, God damn it. He doesn't know anything. <laughs> oh, also, this is like going back to the the smell thing. Just so you guys know, uh, the smell thing is something that pops up repeatedly throughout the season. However, usually instead of it being a cologne smell, it is a sulfur smell. Rotten eggs, which is supposed like to farts, be <laughs> exactly mm. it's supposed to be about demons, but. Come on, like it's rotten eggs. Somebody farted. Zach, you just have to admit it. Yeah, you just have to get over it. We all did it fine. Yeah. So that that'll come he just up gets in the future. Yeah. But that was uh, someone, some ghost talking. Maybe there's <laughs> no really though. Zach. Yeah. Well, I think that's about it. That's the episode. Yeah. That was the episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not a whole lot of conclusive proof. Uh, there was that, no good voices. No, no good voices. The the motion sensor thing was cool. Yeah. That was pretty neat. However, you still didn't see like a form at all. It was just a flash. A or a lack of flash. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's all that's <laughs> all for that one. Really, it's yeah. a whole episode. Yeah. yeah. Pretty so that was a pretty good one, I thought. Yeah. I thought it was, it was all right. A lot of good material. The first episode is full of them doing... I mean, the first season is full of them doing dumb shit. Yeah. Like, acting like idiots. Amateurs. Oh, I do want to say, I, their uniform for this show is wearing all black. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit, And yeah. Nick showed up, the whole thing, beginning to end, in jeans and a striped... Hoodie. Brown and blue hoodie. You better yeah. watch out, Nick. Like, You're that is not man. the uniform. Zach probably oh, yeah. talked to him afterwards and was like, this shit needs to stop. I bet stop. you'll never see it again. Nick, yeah. you need to get on brand right now. <laughs> Here's some rebel spirit. I told you to wear your <laughs> rebel spirit shirt, Nick. <laughs> Did you even pack it? By the way, there, Sorry, are, there are future episodes with young people. Uh, this oh, doesn't fuck. happen often, yes, but now and again... There are many Zachs, and I swear these these guys either are like super big fans of the show and like to dress like Zach, or maybe they go to Zach and be like, "Hey, do you have like? Can you style me? Like, I love your style." And he probably like gives them his shirts and there does was his one hair. episode where they like, they brought one of his fans on to do mm-hmm. an investigation. Yeah, he, he even had the yeah. hair. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's so weird. <laughs> he's like a he's like a, a an influencer. A mini me. There's too many yeah. wannabes. Want to be Zach Baggins? Because there are people who like seriously. Let's like be honest. This show. He probably gets laid all the time. Yeah. He like as as terrifying and as gross as that is to think about. <laughs> honestly, he's a, he's on TV, man. He's on. He's the on. There are so right. many girls that mm-hmm. are all over that. Oh yeah. There are, so and that's probably people, where his ego comes from. Hey, he's there, famous. There are people who think he is super duper sexy. Oh, if you gross. if you Google search Zach Bagans, one of the things that Autofill puts in there is married. Like people are searching oh, whether he's married or not. He'll never be married. He's he's Sorry. a fucking ghost hunter. <laughs> Can you okay? What kind of life is this to be married to a ghost hunter and not like be a ghost hunter yourself? Or a ghost. Or a ghost. I wonder what Nick's <laughs> wife is like. Nick's, she Nick's married. She doesn't kids. go on ghost expeditions with him. Oh God, no! I wouldn't. I wonder what her profession is. 
Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. she's probably like a receptionist at a dentist or something. Like really friendly. Oh, guys. Uh, so I follow Zach on um, on Twitter. I, I don't use Twitter much at all, but I do follow him just because I love his tweets. Um, and there seriously was a tweet. Somebody asked him, Zach, are you single? And he said, I'm pretty sure it was like these exact words. I might be wrong. He said, I am single and ready to mingle. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm awful. sure he is. I'm sure he mingles all the time. He lives in Las Vegas. Oh, yeah. I think Honestly, he had a girlfriend for a while. I'm sure he did. And then it didn't like work out or something. I'm pretty certain he's blamed a number of things in his personal life on interference from ghosts. Oh, yeah. Let's be honest, half the ghosts, quote-unquote, that he probably saw, like, standing over his bed and shit were probably ex-girlfriends or his girlfriend being like, you're such a douchebag and, mm-hmm. like, running out on him. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm Sorry, curious. Zach. Sorry, Sorry if that's Zach. not your life, bud. Actually, there is an episode of Sawbones by some of our favorite people that talk about the psychology this of is, people seeing ghosts. This show is going to just be McElroy adjacent by I the know. time we're done with more than a few episodes here. Yeah, we love you all if you're listening. Um, no, we really do, though. Yeah. Like, oh, I really, yes. even though we, like, rat on them all the time, like, uh-huh. if it wasn't for Ghost Adventures and uh-huh. their goofy kids, like, yeah. we wouldn't have this entertainment. Yeah. I don't hate seasons. them as much as it sounds. Yeah. 14 fucking seasons. That's it's insane. And continuing. Yeah. Like, and I still get excited about it, is the yeah. thing. Like, yeah. Like, I've oh, been yeah. watching the show since I was in, like, high school. You get uh-huh. invested. You oh, get yeah. emotionally invested. Well, like I said before, we have, like, a bazillion seasons of this show on DVD. All four people of, in this room were fans of Ghost Adventures before they met. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no I loved Ghost Adventures. Mm-hmm. I, got, I think my sister got me hooked into it when I was, like, in middle school. It's like a brotherhood mm-hmm. that you join. My friend Mackenzie introduced me to this show. I fell in love. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you have to be, like, a certain kind of person to really understand. Like, we're not watching this because we believe in the ghosts that yeah. they're hunting. We're not watching this because we're, like, invested and, like, believe it all. We're watching yeah. it because, like, we've been watching it for so long. It's and so Zach funny. is so funny and, like... There are moments where they catch things and you're like, oh, what? That's creepy. Like, that's weird. Yeah. Like, during an episode down on season, like, 10 or something, when they do go to the doll island and the doll oh, without batteries, <laughs> like, doll. starts going off. Like, that was genuinely freaky. Mm-hmm. Don't they also see a Will-O-The-Wisp in that episode? And, like, chase it down? Yes, I think so. They also will also, there's, like, a cat fight that goes on oh, yeah, behind yeah, them. Yeah. And they're like, what is that? And yeah. it's, like, Tiger. a cat fight going on the whole time. <laughs> By the way, uh, background information, Zach Beggins is extremely terrified of dolls. They're his Fairy. biggest fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, so in the episode that I just watched about his, his haunted mansion that he opened up in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. half of the things in that in the museum are dolls yes he talks about his haunted collection of that's so weird but you're so afraid of dolls that you have haunted dolls maybe he's trying to get over it maybe it's immersion therapy (laughs) maybe yeah there you go which does talk to the doll long enough you won't be scared of it right Mm -hmm. until it starts moving at you and tells you to (laughs) die (laughs) i'm pretty sure it tells them to die in that episode the doll says like kill or something like that get wrecked (laughs) <laughs> the doll like intelligently responds to the spirit box intelligently so zach is like obviously really um um insecure about his masculinity which we find funny um we're like super super pro you know be masculine be feminine be whatever like we're yeah. so anti-gender norms but it's just but funny. But it's very funny because he's very invested in very it. Very concerned what, that's about it. That's the only it. reason I find it so funny. Yeah. Is because he's so invested in his perception of the gender norm. Yeah. That, like, whatever you feel about it, it's funny. It's just funny watching this dude, like, Be really cling insecure so about hard it. Yeah. to it. And he's so genuine. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, he, it's not the whole thing. It's so hard to it that he goes to the point of putting, like, gel in his hair and wearing makeup on screen, which yeah. isn't masculine at all if you yeah. go into the traditional masculinity. It's like he just has not, I don't know, it's just like he's trying too hard and it's really funny. It's kind of like if you have a little brother and they're, like, coming home from middle school with, like, trying to be cool with their yeah, friends. Yeah, exactly. Just, like, they just look stupid and yeah. you're just laughing at them, but, like, they think they're being really cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he does remind me of a middle schooler pretty regular. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's about the level of maturity we're dealing with when we yeah. when we deal with early Zach Bagans. Well, I mean, keep in mind he likes to lay on beds and try to seduce ghosts. Yeah. Oh, so. and he'll, he'll, like, like... He just needs to get laid. He gets really insecure about 
being in clo- close quarters with other guys and um oh, yeah. he's very macho his voice gets macho he's like oh no 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 it's fine i'm not, it's doing, fine. I'm not doing that and he has to fine. like stand all like muscular looking when he's around females and like talk about how yeah i like i like women and this it, it's crazy <laughs> this one time in an episode he like was swinging his leg and like straddling this like mannequin doll and in the background, yeah. Nick and Aaron are just, like, laughing and, like, making jokes. Yeah. And, then, and then Zach, like, snaps his head over and goes, what? I'm just, I'm just trying to get over it. I'm just trying to move. <laughs> and, like, Zach and Aaron are making fun of him because he, like, looks like he's getting on with it all. It's yeah. so funny. Is that when the ghost grabs his butt? I, I don't think that's the same episode, but that's also a really... Something so grabbed funny. my ass. Something just grabbed my ass. <laughs> it's, he's, he's, it's up in that higher register like that. <laughs> Get the fuck out! <laughs> no, when Zach when Zach and Aaron both are scared, their voices go up like three octaves. Oh, yes. definitely, it's yeah. so funny. Or Billy when Billy screams in the oh later seasons, God. it's so great. If noise gives me life, I've only heard it like <laughs> twice. We're trying to create a montage of all the times Billy screams. It's Billy, hard to find. you'll see Billy later in in, in later seasons. But Billy's um, a cool kid. I yeah. like Billy a lot. And then Aaron is just like a one word exclamation of "dude" or. Bro, like, or what? What? His face is always open, like the O oh. face. Always. Yeah. Aaron's got a great O face. Oh yes, it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Even if he doesn't make a sound, he'll still make the O face just yeah. because he like hears a sound and, and he'll like have the camera facing him and it's just the giant O face. Yeah, it's solid. <laughs> I love Aaron. He's my favorite. He's so innocent. He's like a sweet puppy. Zach is so mean to him too. Yeah. Aaron's yeah, just I don't like, want to ever learn anything else about Aaron because. I don't want to learn anything. Don't ruin it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> ruin your image of him. All right. Well, you guys want to wrap up? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you want? Do you? Do you all want to give shout outs or thank yous to anything? Any, anyone or anything? Thank you, Zach Baggins, <laughs> for creating the show. Thanks, Zach. And Bag- keeping it running. There Fourteen seasons. Thanks, Scripps LLC Travel Channel. Thank you, Zach Baggins. <laughs> um, I would like to mention my other podcast. I know we did it earlier. It's called Zenkai Boost. It's zenkaiboost.com, Z-E-N-K-A-I. Um, me and some friends watch and review episodes of Dragon Ball Z Kai. Uh, it's not a very good program, just like this, but it's one I love to watch nonetheless, just like this. Uh, I'd like to throw a shout-out to Leandra, um, who designed our... Uh, oh, shit, yeah. Design logo, whatever she you want to call lo- it. She came up with our logo, and it looks sick as hell. Yeah. It does. Um, Support your local artists. We yeah, commission always. that. And we'll have Leandra on sometime. Uh, to critique this awesome show with us. Um, shout out to Austin and Laura who hey re- recorded an entire podcast with, episode with us, but we're going to have to redo it. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, Mics. Um, yeah. Cool. Cool. Well, you've been listening to Insanely Haunted. I hope you had a good time, or at least are trying to have a good time. Uh-huh. We're having a good time. We are. Now uh, you have a good time. Now you have a good time, goddammit. My name's Max. I'm Cassie. I'm Morgan. And I'm Travis. And you just heard a Class A EVP. <laughs> That's the sign I do it every time. I love that. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs>